Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. Well, he's been away for a couple of weeks, uh, Dave Healy, Blind Dave. Where have you been? Zante. I only asked. Where have you been? Zante. Oh, a Greek island. Yes, like a Greek island. Zak, is that, is that, is it Zakintos? Zakintos or Zakintos? Oh, you were there. Oh, no, I can't remember. It's called Zante. Mm, did you have fun? It was very good. Did you have fun? What was the the travelling like? Um, well, the travelling again oh, oh. Uh, from front to to back was was I got to be honest with you. We got there, we enjoyed it. Sea, sun, sand, plenty of mythos. I put a few pounds on the old stomach. Um, the Greeks were brilliant, but the bit in between between travelling out and travelling back again was not to be. Um, I wasn't overly happy. You know what I mean? I well, what was... Happy. Come on, you can tell me. What was well, on? What gets me, sorry, when you get to Greece um, and all other destinations, you, you know, you're pulling airports, you've got your reps, they get you onto the coaches, they tell you a bit of this, they get you to the hotel, the hotel are fantastic. The, pl- the place we was in was brilliant. The staff were there was so, so, you know, laid back, but so good and rooms and check you in and get you in and everybody was happy. I mean, this year, because of last year's little experience, and I went from Birmingham Airport again, and, I, you know, I do like to travel from we should, Birmingham. We should say you, you didn't have a thoroughly satisfying um, journey last year either, did you? No, no, no. I mean, last well, that was down to an, uh, an M6 motorway, and that, that again, is ridiculous through that <laughs> summer tells me. But, um, but, I mean, Birmingham Airport, for me, is the airport that I like to support because it's, it's local to me. But um, we made plenty of time. We had a taxi at 4 a.m. in the morning, which Deb was not very pleased about. And I thought, 40 minutes over to the airport. In fact, brush time. We was there at 20 past 4 in the morning. I thought, oh, brilliant. Uh, we'd also arranged to go into um, a lounge so that we got a cup of coffee, a bacon butty, and a little bit of relax before the plane. 20 past 4 in the morning, we got to the airport. And when we got in there, you would not have believed the crowds, the queues. It was It was ridiculous. And when I got down to the desk, eventually, eventually, I do believe, now, it was either two or three representatives from this particular travel company, and they were organising 20 flights. Everybody was moaning. Everybody was moaning because the queues were just absolutely ridiculous, and people were waiting for this, waiting for that, waiting for that. Then we went through security, and I've got no problems with security. They actually... Leaved me, me rucksack out, you know what I mean? But again, sorry, I've got no problems with that because I wish they would do that with everybody because that means they're checking and my safety is, is, and the family's safety is paramount. But would you believe from 20 past four arriving at the airport, we actually sat for five minutes in that lounge. We had a quick coffee and then we realised we'd got to get on the plane at a five and 20 to seven. And I think sometimes you pay a little bit extra for that, don't you? An hour and two hours and fifteen minutes from walking in the in the airport doors, and the we were stood in that queue to just check in for well over an hour, well, about an hour and fifteen, hour and twenty minutes. And I think to myself, well, they're charging the the earth to get on the planes and go to the hotels, and they're cutting back, and their profit is basically, oh, let's do away with the staff, the people who were going out there, yeah, they were worried they get on the plane and go, and I just think it's diabolical. So you, you're gonna you're gonna make a complaint then? Oh yeah, I'm making a I'm gonna make a complaint. I'm definitely gonna make a complaint. Um, but I, 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 
I'll complain, but I want to complain because I want other people not to have that experience. Mm. I'm just sick to the back teeth with all this. Oh, we provide this service, we provide that service. Half the time now, they're providing no customer service. All it is is about taking the money out of your hand, giving you a ticket, and then trying to get you over there as quickly as they possibly can. And, and I just get fed up of it. When are people going to realise that it ain't all about profit? You keep a smile on somebody's face, and they'll come back year after year after year. You upset them one year, and I'll tell you what, they'll think twice about coming back. And then, and then on the way back, of course, well, the, pi- the, well, the pilot wouldn't take off, would he? Yeah, well, it was a totally different kettle of fish, and I've got to appreciate, on the other side of the coin, we've seen another side to this travel company. Uh, we got to the airport, and my one bone of contention, sorry, is that at the airport, the travel company, whatnot, they don't keep you, they don't communicate with you, they don't tell you what's going on. You're sitting there for three hours, and you're thinking you're getting more and more agitated, thinking, hang on a minute, somebody come and tell us what's going on, for goodness sake. Now, if they were just to say, look, we've got a problem, technical problem, we're going to be delayed an hour. People would moan, but they would say, all right, but then we could go and have a beer or you can go and have a coffee, you can have a walk around. You, you know you're going to be delayed. But when you're sitting waiting and you keep saying, what's it say on that screen, you know. But then um, there was a technical problem with the plane, which is not down to the travel company, and the captain, bless him, for safety reasons, turned around and he said, I'm not taking this plane off. So they got to fly a part in. So then our plane was not going to take off that day, so they then couriered us out, 200-plus people on coaches to another hotel complex. They sat us down, they gave us a, a cold drink and something to eat, while they dispersed us to hotels then. And I'll tell you what, that's where I feel they do very, very well, because the tour operator then, to get 200 people, women, kids, boys, girls, whatever, into hotels at the height of the season, they do flipping marvellous. And then the next morning, we were dragged back in at quarter past three in the morning and we got on a flight about half past six and, yeah, we got home and everybody was happy. So you got two sides of the coin in you. You know, where you want to go on a relaxed holiday, you got people and people are, you know, pushing, shoving, moaning and grinding in the queues. And on the other side of the problem, when there was a problem, they pulled together and they sorted it tremendously well. Do you think they give you any quarter, uh, even, even the crowds, because you're blind? Well, no, I mean... Mm. Um, when we got down to the desk, uh, and I know you can go and ask for special needs and all the rest of it once you're through, but when you come into that airport doors, you know, I mean, basically, you're on your own, aren't you? You're in the queue. You're in that queue. Now, he's a good one, but he's a good one. We were in that queue, and we were going zigzag, and we got all the way to the end, and then it's like a case of, you know, on my ticket, my ticket number, there's a little code reference now that, that oh, this is somebody else, that explains to people that you're blind. And they say, look, you know, if you need any assistance, there is a desk. And we said, no, there's enough of us. We can get through. Thank you very much indeed. So it was my choice. So that was it. Going out on the plane, because they've got the, I think it's BLD on there, to represent that I'm a blind person. The crew on board, they came up and they said, look, um, are you familiar with safety procedures, blah, blah, blah? I said, I am, yes, Captain. So do you want us to run through seatbelts and stuff? I said, no, thank you very much for asking. That's very kind of you. But I am okay. So, you know, I'm only sitting here. I'm not going to be doing anything. On the way back, they hadn't even got a clue I was a blind person. They come down, and my, my hand was out for something, and the bloke who was sitting next to me, he said, excuse me, love, you baby has to put it in his hand. And my hands were waving around, like, whatever, because I was sitting on my own. They hadn't got a clue, so. Mm. Did you, did you have your cane? Did you take your cane with you? Yeah, I got my cane. I walked on the cane with me. You could have, uh, have, have poked them. You could have poked them with it. Oh, well, I should have done. I should have put them in poked them with it. But you know what I mean. But and yet, when I was over in Zante, coming back, 
and we stood in the queue to get our tickets on the Friday morning, suddenly a gentleman appeared and said, excuse me, sir, and your family, would you follow me? They clocked the cane, and they took us through another little um, aisle, which, okay, bypassed a few, but made it a lot easier for us, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, let's face it, when you've got two kids, four cases, Deb's having to hang on to me, we're pulling, pushing, whatever, it does make life a bit easy. And they pulled us... So why don't they? Why don't these representatives notice this in Birmingham Airport? And yet in Zanti, they picked it up straight away. The thing is, you, you do have to make your, your point, don't you? Because uh, my friend and colleague, Jill Barclay, was on mm-hmm. a train uh, recently and uh, she'd booked assistance, etc. Yeah. And the train gradually emptied and emptied and emptied. And uh, she'd actually had to travel unexpectedly, so she didn't have Lucas the guide dog, mm-hmm. she didn't have her cane. And um, at the end of the train's empty, and this, this chap says, do, do you need a hand? And of course, she's on her own, and she's thinking, uh, I don't know who you are. And the chap mm-hmm. says, well, can I, can I t- carry your bags? And she's thinking, mm, I don't know. And he went, go on, give me your bags, grab. And it turned out he, he did help her, and, yeah. uh, you know, it was lucky. But, you know, it, it's not really satisfactory, is it? You know, and so yeah. you do have to actually say something to sort of make these things a little bit more bulletproof, because if you're travelling your own, it's even more well, the, different, the, the, difficult, you know? This is the thing. So, I mean, obviously, I was with the family, but as you can appreciate, when you've got kids and you've got back mm. and you've got this, not, I'm not after sympathy. I'm not after... You know, somebody giving me, you know, blue ribbon treatment. Not after that at all. I'm quite capable. I've got a back. My, my case, because on my back, he's got straps so I can carry it, so I can actually hang on to Deb or Deb can, you know, go on me. So I, I do everything to make things easier for myself. Now, Donkey was with us. Donkey, you know, Gary and his family was with us. So Gaz is a great help as well. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to say that. Way. But it just, it's all about, now, I use the trains quite a lot. And I use the journey care. And I'll tell you what, they are fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I got to the airport, as I said, and, you know, when you first get into the airport, you but why was it in Zante? I walked into the airport, they spotted a guide cane, bang, help was there straight away. I mean, to me, to be honest with you, Si, I am sorry, but this country and, and everybody, it's, it's all about money. It's all about what they can get out of you. It's not what they want to give you, it's what they can get out of you. And I've always said, if you show a little bit of help and support and, uh, you know, quality and service towards people, you'll get them time and time again and you'll make more money. But it's, it's getting that pound, it's making that million pounds overnight, isn't it? It, it? I just, I do smile. And then plenty of them out there in groups. Tell you what, them people, they are so, so friendly. They are so accommodating. They can't do enough for you. And I went into uh, different places, so. And you got the you got the stick. I got the guy came there, and as soon as I got in, they put me hand on the back of a chair and sat me down like you know with everybody else. And you okay, you okay? And I go, yeah, thank you very much indeed. And when they come and put someone in front of you like a glass, I'm putting my hand on the glass. And I think, hang on a minute, which is the third world country? I mean, I'm not decrying Greece, but you know what I mean. I know, I know, I know. We've got all this legislation and all this, yeah. I suppose, enlightenment. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I just find it absolutely fantastic. We've got legislation coming out of our earholes. We've got dis- dis- disability discrimination acts all over the place. And it's great putting them down on paper, but it would be nice in this country to actually see it enforced. So what do we do? Well, we can moan and groan all we want to. Um, but I just feel from... And, I, and I'll say this now, in the, in the way, you know, from politicians down, all people are interested in now is feathering their own neck. It's all about money. Oh, they, they speak a good 
talk a good speak and say, oh, this is what, this is what, that's what, this is how it's going to be. But you tell me, so if it is, you know, it, it, it's from the elderly, from, you know, from disabled people all the way down. But I suppose we, we, and we all have a part to play in this, don't we? Of course we do. We all do, we you do. know. You know, it's every man for himself, basically. But when you go abroad, I just find the difference is so, so much better. And yet they don't offer me Braille at these menu, at these places. But you know what? They'll stand by the side of me and they say, would you like me to read the menu, sir? Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. Go, no, but thank you very much indeed for asking. Over here. Hey, throw a menu in front of you. <laughs> you got a clue? Oh, Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> Forever saying, I wouldn't bother putting the menu in front of him. He goes to the table, never mind the menu. He sat there for a week before he knew it was there. Brilliant. The thing is, you you do have to, uh, just uh, time's getting on, Dave, but you do have to, I suppose, if you've had an experience like that, the only way that people are going to learn, and perhaps there are people there that aren't enlightened, that Mm -hmm. uh, is without without people like ourselves, if we've got a complaint. Yeah. And not doing it in a moaning way, but just doing it, you know, what what was good was good, but what yeah. was bad was bad. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I will put my hands up and say that the tour operator, the other side, coming back, the way they treated and did, and I know there was a few moans and groans, but you're going to get that. But what they did and how they handled that was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. But on the outgoing journey, all you needed was a little bit, because at 20 past four in the morning, you can imagine people were wandering around with tired eyes, you got kids that were screaming. All people wanted to do was to get the bags in, to get through departure, to get ready to go on the plane and relax. Now, that is the place, for me, that people should be sorted properly. We would like to hear what you think, what your travelling experiences have been. And uh, you also, if you'd like to keep up with Dave, he has uh, a website. Which is um, blinddavehealy, H-W-L-E-Y, blinddavehealy.co.uk. Uh, Facebook is Blind Dave Healy and Twitter is at Blind Dave Healy. Hey, I'm getting good at this lot, aren't I? Well, you're getting better. Well, I'm getting better. I mean, the thing is, I can say what it is. It's accessing the problem. <laughs> Dave, it's always a pleasure. Glad, to got you, glad we got you back safe and sound, and uh, we will speak with you next week. Indeed, sir. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.